Um, move them around. Uh, we we had to bring Ra- Dino and Rami here to 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 Graceland where we do the podcast because Veronica's out of town and um you know the dogs have been home alone all day and you're gonna hear their little feats. Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of going crazy a little bit. Um, but I'm I, I'm pretty sure we've had you on the podcast before, Madison. Yeah, we're gonna have Madison talk to us a little bit today. Yeah, I've I've I popped in a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to move the dog. <laughs> you don't. But, he doesn't need to do anything. No, no, no. It's I'm it's okay kidding. for now, Rami. <laughs> I'm kidding, Rami. Hey. Really, Rami's on the podcast today. I was very talkative until the podcast started. Rami, why did you bite Billy in his hand? Look at that. Yeah, what was the scenario you that was going on? Shit, not even a thought. You bit me up, man. Oh, no, I'm going to bite my face now. No, don't do it. <laughs> Rami's licking. And his breath smells kind of bad, too. I know. <laughs> It's not that bad. My daughter tells me my breast stinks all the time. I don't think it stinks that bad. Billy, what was your part in the scenario with Ramasen? Well, he was acting strange, so animals, they don't follow the same rules, right? Yeah. So he was really into this pillow. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was having a real, he was having his... Rami time. I guess so. (laughs) And I interrupted that. Mm. Makes sense. Yeah. So, um, you, you, you in a bad mood? Are you all right? Are you cool or what? I'm just worried about Woody. I'm chilling. I spend I'm literally half of my life worrying about, about Woody. Woody. You guys have a codependent. I really, I really care a lot about him, and I know he's super sensitive. And he's told me the truth about like, you know, how I've affected him and how I have, I've like, you know, I'm like, okay, I remember the last podcast. You go at him hard. It's yeah. for real. It's real. <laughs> I really, <laughs> I'm sorry for that, but I go at everyone hard. That's true. I mean, if someone disagrees with you, he's going to really, go, he's going to give you all he's got to Bro, like, and you've seen it on yeah. here with Nate. I mean, dude, you see me and Tim? Yeah. Bro, I go hard. Look, it's just simple. Like, the closer you get to me, the more real I'm going to fucking be. And the more real I need you to be also. That's Mm. the other thing. Well, I I, think the trouble is he's always going to disagree. So it's going to be... Yeah, that's the fucked up part, dude. I can't You should just start lying. Yeah, that's right. Who's going to disagree? He is. Who, Woody? Yeah. He's going to always disagree? Well, not always, but a lot. Yeah. I don't know. He just has different takes. Jordan Peterson's Sermon on the Mount. Yeah. This and that. I mean, that's that's on you. I mean, 100%. I mean, if you're disagreeing, which, yeah, you kind of... I noticed that right from the gate. Like, oh, he doesn't like Kanye. 
he doesn't like this. He doesn't like that. He's got a very specific taste and a very specific opinion about most things. Mm. I remember that being you. So it's like, I'm cool with that. I respect that. But like, don't make it seem like I'm the one disagreeing with you all the time. I think we disagree equally with each other. Right. I think like it bothers both of us. But I'm not really like a disagreeable person. Like I like everything. Except <laughs> except when someone doesn't like something that you like. So <laughs> Right, but I like I appreciate everything and I like I like see I want to like understand the value. Like I like Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Kanye, Jordan, Joe. I, I, I like. I've figured out a way to enjoy everything and like everything because if something is like popular, it's obviously worth liking because a lot of people like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those are like the different disagreement. Like the, the the disagreements we have is just like viewing the world. And that's like certain situations will come up that have nothing to do with like pop culture, what's popular. And then that's when it gets like, like what? Just like, like what happened in our house meeting. Like you thought one thing and I thought another thing. And then we, not really. I I think that was just the, you started going down, you know, different paths that I didn't think were paths we should be going down on a group level he was going down to funky town yeah and he even admitted it afterwards i'm just so i don't even know what you're talking about i don't know what you're talking i'm trying to come about with a better situation right i'm struggling right now i don't know i don't have a specific no i mean i think that we actually agree on most things you know like today we had someone down here and I'm a hundred percent on Woody's side and I agree with him and whatever he wants to do. And, you know, we were just talking about having someone potentially work here and Woody brought expresses concerns and I agree with him and I'm glad that he, um, has that opinion. And, um, there's two, examples right now okay so the the you you know, came, and, and, came and, and all day long it's like okay what do you think i'm always wondering what he thinks about people in the house and what we should do and i always trust what, what he thinks the problem is is like with with alcoholics like me and woody when you disagree with us one time it <clears> counts <throat> for 10 times that you agreed with us okay so two damn now you're at 20 so I got. Uh, I, I, I think I, I we gotta, started by talking about like I got to agree with him twenty times to even out the two times I didn't. No, that's how we see the world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Did you guys just go eat? Yeah, I was just gonna be like, yeah, I'm gonna. You're like, I treat everybody the same when they disagree with me, and I think I think that's true. But like when I'm like the lone wolf in a in a pond full of yes men, it's like. It, that's what's that's why I get it the most and that's when I take it personal. <laughs> what? And I well, don't even want to like be well, like well, that B- guy. B- B- Billy's definitely not a yes man. No. Sometimes And you know what? Do you think Madeline really Madison is either? 
She's not even a man. I know Danielle's not. <laughs> not Danielle. Yeah. Well, then I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So there, there we go. There, I just, I, I, I just kind of like you know, we we don't really get into it in front of the people in the house, and my friends aren't yes men. So I kind of think that that's unfair that you just said that. Oh boy. <laughs> well, so okay, so then. It's not like it's not like when we disagree. There's like a bunch of people around us going like, "Yeah, Pat's right. You're wrong." Like, um, or, 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 at times, I know that I could be a yes man because, like, when it comes to work, and I I do see this as work, and also friendships and family. But when it comes to work, I'm always going to say yes, but also, well then, well, then you're, you're, you're cutting your, then you're not providing the value that you could be. And I need people like Woody. I just need to yeah. shut the fuck up sometimes. I can't help it. <laughs> I think I've up. realized it. I well, can't. No, not you. I'm talking about me. Yeah. So, some, sometimes I think maybe sometimes, but I think mostly I want, I want the, the contrary opinion. I want to be challenged. I want to know where I'm fucking up. No, sometimes, like, yeah, a lot of the time you do, you, you, like, you, you get down with it. Like, after a while, you're like, yeah, you know, a lot of people are right. You know, you, you value that. I'm not saying yeah. it's all the time. It's just the times when, like, you're actually wrong <laughs> and I'm actually right. I guess. And, and that's actually, that's subjective, but but the hard part is that when it comes to like this house at the at the very very end of the line it's gonna have to be what i think 100 percent. but like 95 percent of the time i just let whatever you want to do ride not yeah and i and i i noticed that it doesn't go unnoticed i think we're just talking about when me and you get into it and like yeah but, why but, i get sensitive and like yeah I mean, you know, all I was saying is like, I start like comparing like, oh, like why are me and him going at it? And then like, I look around and I'm like, oh, cause I'm the only one fucking saying that, like talking like, you know what I mean? Like I'm the one poking the bear. It does seem like you, you go, you do a little more disagreeing than like almost like you get a kick out of it or something. There it is. No, I just can't shut up. I just can't shut up. Maybe my brain just naturally disagrees with everything, but I can't fucking help it. (laughs) I think it does naturally disagree with everything. And and, and that's like, actually, if you can learn to harness that for good and not like back off the disagreeing automatically all the time and like start being able to just see that other side and... You know, because I feel like I have a lot in common with you. Like, I do that too, or I did. And then I realized that there has to be like a solution. I'm always trying to find a solution. I'm always like, I can't live in the problem for too long without trying to get into the solution. Maybe I try to get into it too quickly. But I'm just glad that you're admitting that you naturally are disagreeable. Yeah, no, I can admit that. Which would make it hard for anybody. Yeah, and you do. I think what intensifies Woody 
is when you're going so fast to go to that solution. And not, but that's what he's taught me is before I like make a decision or come to a solution, like really sit back and pause and think about, yeah. think about how it's going to affect others because I, I don't do that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'd spend like probably more than half my life tripping about like what you're thinking too. And I just like, I'm so exhausted with the conversation. I'm like, I'm, God damn. <laughs> I'm thinking how awesome you are and how lucky I am to have you. And I tell you that all the time. No, I know. And I'm thinking like, I did it this time. I know. And that's what's fucked up is that you're always thinking I'm upset or whatever. And I'm not. I only get fucked up when you come to me with what you believe is real. When you tell me like how I'm treating you or how I, how I treat you differently or I'm always disagreeing with you or it's everyone versus you. And these are all like, I think I disagree with you just as much as you disagree with me though. I don't even like care. Yeah. But you do. And and the best partnerships ever are partnerships where people are being, are challenged. Dude, I feel like Tim, this is the same thing that happened with Tim, that happens with Tim. And we've found a way to like work together, but it wasn't easy. I, it, it, I would always complain. It felt like we were always disagreeing, me and Tim. You, you've, you've seen it. No, nah, I, I haven't Bill, really Billy's, seen it. Billy has. Yeah, no, it was, it was serious, like serious business for a long time. <laughs> Somehow now it's all kind of just smoothed out. Hmm. I just handed him the whole thing. Hmm. Now <laughs> it's your way. No, like honestly, bro, like <laughs> that's what I do. Yeah. Like I, I, I would love to be able to like pass this on to you guys. Big shoes to fill, and and start doing other shit, focusing on learning to lose more. Yeah, this is getting real fucking this, personal. Is huh? this part of learning to lose? <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, well, this is learning <laughs> to lose. But what we're talking about is Graceland and working together in Graceland. Yeah. I think it's just like being friends in general. On the Learning to Lose podcast. Okay. So can I ask what what happened to the guy who was supposed to be here tonight? Like what was it? Did he just cancel or is he never coming? This is, um we I asked somebody who I've known for a long time to do the podcast. Yeah. And he was excited to do it, but he said he can't do it because I'm too controversial. And he uh, he happens to work at a different sober living, so because oh, of that, he's in the industry. Okay, because of that, he can't do it. But he will one day. I see. So controversial. <laughs> I thought of a little plan. I mean, of course, this is just a, f- a ridiculous fantasy. But I was thinking we should infiltrate the hater group, like, like. Uh, pack up the van with our equipment and just make a documentary because it's very interesting how people can devote so much time to something they know nothing about but it's a real phenomenon that's really happening in the world and it just still boggles my mind like 
why would anybody waste their time? They have no idea what's really going on, and they don't care. I mean, they think they have an idea. Well, they don't, because they don't know anybody. They don't know right. any of us at all. Yeah, and they don't know that. that, that so how could you believe that, that unless you're fucking psychotic? Like, we talked to one of the newer guys today for hours. They don't know what we what we, you know, what we're trying to do. I think it'd be interesting to we're go trying. get into this person's mind first, like pretend talking to the mic. Pretend that you're on board and you, you like want to interview or talk to her, not you, but somebody who she doesn't recognize, and just get the the thinking behind it, the information of like how and why and like what's really going on because. It's so strange to me that somebody is devoting, what do you think, maybe like at least 20 hours a week for years on something she knows nothing about, and she's doing, and she's calling it, like John was saying, she thinks she's like a a, a vigilante or she's doing good for the world, but really she's doing negative because... This is a good place, and people might not come here because they see her stupid shit. That it's based on nothing. It's based on her fantasy or somebody's fantasy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There's just no way to get through. But it, but it's peculiar. That's all I'm saying. Is like my mind doesn't my mind doesn't quite like I wouldn't devote ten minutes to something I don't care about. I mean, why? What? Except for John's made it clear that she's got followers, so she's getting attention, so she's found a way to get attention, whether it's real or not. And I can see that because, like, politics are a lot like that and all these ideologies and stuff. It's still strange because I'm not, like, um, your, your beliefs are based on nothing, like... Anyway, Vi- new well, subject. So we're going to become vigilantes. Well, vi- well we, no, we just want to get the thinking behind these people. Like, what, what, what's motivating this? Like a well, gon- look, like to, a Gonzo piece. To, to be fair, like, yeah, she saw like a lot of like clips that weren't meant to be seen. She she saw like a lot of conversations that normal people don't see behind the scenes. That if they were to see with any corporation or any business, they would judge. And I already put out a lot of stuff that's like a lot that's like super um, revealing about myself and my life, and they're just not used to having like that much information about a public figure. So now that they do, they think that they like. So you're a public figure. Yeah, this is interesting. That's a that's another thing too. Like I people mean, are public figures now if they have a large following. Mm-hmm. It's all peculiar. It's very peculiar. So uh, I like where your energy's at, though. You're really leading the charge on the podcast tonight. I am. Yeah, yeah. You do you want to do a secret mission? What state does she live in? Uh, well, no, I don't. Oh, we. Uh, <laughs> I, I like don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay. So um, we can't just pack up the van. Where are we going to go? Oh, well, sure. We're going to go to wherever she lives. We don't hometown. know where she lives. Well, we've, John's already figured it out. We we have a we have a hacker in the house. You could figure it all out if he wanted to. No, he couldn't. You don't think so? No, he can't. And I don't really want to like. Okay, keep let's don't about waste. It. Let's don't talk about it anymore. Let's not talk about it. Well, we've already. She's anonymous, and she's terrified of people finding out who she is, so she's never going to show her face or 
she's not going to expose herself the way I have, which should be evidence by itself that she's not on the level. Yeah. Okay. Now we know she's that's not on the least, level. That's we, at least a fair fight. Right. It's not, it's not a fair fight. Like you, like your names on everything. You're the one talking. You're the one talking about yourself. We know nothing about this person. We don't know her life. We don't even know if it's a woman. And she's hiding behind a fake name. So it's just like not even fair. It's not a fair fight. No. Okay, so yeah. So you've been going to the beach a lot, Madison? Yeah, I agree. No, I took the house to the beach on Sunday. That's why you look so tan. Was it fun? Yeah, I do like to tan, though. That's I tan a lot. Um, oh, you mean you just lay out? Yeah, I do. By the pool up here? Yeah, and I've been going on a lot of outdoor runs more this summer. It's just hot up here, you know? I, I've been running, too. It's so good for you. Yeah, it's great. And, it, and it's good for your mind. <laughs> yeah, me and Veronica... We went to go run down at Zuma to Broad. She took me to Broad Beach. Never been there. Anyways, I thought we were going to do like three miles. And holy shit, we actually did five. And I thought I was going to like die. Like before my mind was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go on this big run with Veronica. And I've seen, I've worked out with her before and she always kicks my ass. Wow. <laughs> she was like, no, I'm I'm a slow pace runner. And we did five miles and it was actually like a breeze because we went at a like steady pace are you running in the sand though um the boardwalk till it ends and then yeah the sand all the way to broad the end of broad beach i got to see the malibu house that was cool yeah i work there every week um on broad beach oh yeah um so in the sand is a lot harder huh Mm-hmm. Like way harder. That's a good end. Oh, but then you have to go all the way back too. Yeah. yeah. So we put our like we hide our shoes in the rocks and then get back over there. It's good for your calves. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. But no, it was really fun taking the resident. We did um, we went to Dockweiler and we had a full beach day. Ended it with a bonfire. Oh. And it was a lot, a lot of fun. And. Uh, <laughs> Were you there no, too? Nobody wanted to wake up the next day to do shit. They, she exhausted them, and now they're, oh. now they're paying the price. Yeah. Oh, that was just <laughs> this weekend. Yeah, they just can't. No, I don't think anybody can keep up with her. <laughs> you know what? They just, I don't know, dude. They, I don't know. The thing is, when you go to Dockweiler, though, you have to get there early. Like, mm-hmm. you just have to. You have to get there early. You have to reserve the pit. Because you're from, like, Redondo. And Newport. Is yeah. it first come, first serve? Yeah, it is. It's first come, first serve. Like, growing up in Newport, A Street, always, like, bonfires are taken immediately. Like, you have to get that pit early in the morning. At like, what, six, eight? Like, seven. Seven in the morning is a good time to get it. Perfect time. Per- <laughs> I mean, I left Graceland. I left Graceland at 730 yeah. to make it to Doc Wilder. So you went on your own to get that spot. No, I took a few residents oh. with me, and mm. I gifted them with some McDonald's. Yay. <laughs> yeah, they were a little lucky <laughs> campers, but it was really good. You know, um, I I work here. I'm here all the time, right? So at times I can get somewhat Push. annoyed oh. with the residents because I oh. live with them and... You deserve it. <laughs> right? It's like Woody's like, it's her turn. But it's I. It's interesting because I can't fully be their friends. I'm still like 
the disciplinarian, right? At mm-hmm. times. So <clears throat> a lot of them sometimes don't respect my privacy. At any time, you know, at any time. what? They'll knock on your door? Knock on my door. I mean, I go in the kitchen and I, I'll get stopped by three people. When you're just trying to get a snack or something? Yeah. In the morning, the house knows that they don't talk to me. Okay. Like, <laughs> they, they don't talk to me until I get back from the gym. Because it becomes a lot. When, I'm sure. You're, you're always here. It's like Woody had, that's what Woody was doing. Yeah. Now yeah. it's you. Yeah. She's doing, I think she's. As far as that goes, being able to keep her sanity, she's probably doing a little better than I did in that room, for sure. Well, you know what? For me, I think um, I went through the house. I've been institutionalized, and I th- I do better with people. I've been obviously planning to, obviously in sometime in the future, get my own place, and it honestly makes me nervous. Being by yourself? Yeah. It kind of sucks. You get used to it after a while, though, I think. Yeah, totally. Do you well you're not really alone though ever yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's you know I, i've i've learned to like do it like i there's like not same with madison there's not a there's not a time in her life where she's not responsible for other people and it's like it's just something you have to adapt to I'm, I'm responsible for like some things at the house that i live in and then i come here and i'm responsible and then i go to work and i'm responsible so it's just like uh, you just have to get used to it. And I think she does a really good job with that. Thank you. Is that what you call a pull-up? No, pull no, that was no, a positive. that's a positive. Oh, that's a positive. Oh, pull-ups when you need to do something. Oh. Well, yeah, it's just giving you, like, feedback to work on, mm. you know? And what I found with this house is even while working here, being a graduate, like, when I'm going through something, it's really simple now. I, I lean back into the house. Like, off hours after the clock i'll take him to a meeting or go do the beach day i wasn't technically working that day but to be honest i needed to be doing something with like my community something fun and um i wanted to do that with them and i've just when i'm going through it i've feel like actually this month has been like a really tough month for me how come um I just, I think there's just been a lot on my plate. Um, my friend passed away. I'm working on planning his service. He passed away this last month. He p- passed away a week after Father's Day. It was actually really messed up. He, he was found by the people he was renting the house from, and he like his body odor started to smell because he was left in his room for days. And anyways. Yeah. I'm taking charge of like helping plan the service. And when you <laughs> when you're a drug addict, a lot of your drug addict friends aren't very reliable. Oh, yeah. So they make it really hard. Um Oh, so you got to get those people to ass- do whatever they need to no, do. No, they're pretty much not going to do anything I've come to realize. Wow. So I have his aunt and like one other solid female and um doing that, but and actually, his girlfriend's looking to get help, and I'm trying to bring her into Graceland. Um, she's in treatment. She's going to be finishing up detox, and she's going to come here in a month. Um, and that's really cool. So you know her, too? I actually have never met her. She oh. was with him while he was sober. Um, oh. Cause he, he, so he was sober, and he relapsed, and then he OD'd? Is mm-hmm. that what happened? Yeah. And then, like, I don't know. 
my fault i like went to go spend time with my dad and he's just a really bad alcoholic and it's i got to witness it firsthand affecting his physical health i tried taking him to the orange county fair and he couldn't walk like couldn't walk 0.2 miles you know like because he just gets winded or something not even just winded his he has gout and all these like health problems so when he drinks it affects his mobility yeah and so he couldn't he couldn't walk i had to go rent him a wheelchair and it was it made me realize that i it was i was faced head on with like knowing that he's probably probably gonna die and i've known that since being here at graceland i've accepted that i'm probably gonna lose i i will most likely lose my father to alcoholism and i've already tried to like grieve that and let that go while being here and holding some boundaries with like getting close with my father. Um, but now I'm dealing with, okay, if he does die, do I want to regret not trying one more time to be close to him? Not even to be close, but to try to help him get sober. Oh, and I don't ever tell. I don't know. I know. It's like, I I have people like that in my family and they, they lost everything. Yeah. In the bad ways. And they had stuff to lose. They're still drinking. I bring them a beer. We call him Uncle Burpee because that's what my daughter called him. Yeah. Every time I go there, I got to bring a beer. Mm. That's the requirement. Yeah. And With my dad, I'm I'm always buying I'm him beer. I'm not saying give up, but I would say like just try to get as close as you can and spend the time because you know when people die, it's the weirdest thing. It's like such a void. And it's hard, man. So, yeah. I don't, that's the thing is like, I've tried in little bits of, little bits of time to get close to my dad, but it's very superficial and he's always drunk and he has like a lash out. Always? Always drunk. Always. And, um, what it's come to now is I just feel like I have to actually voice my truth with him and his drinking because I've never really have mm. i've always like been like i hope you can get sober or da, 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 but i my dad does not talk about feelings he doesn't talk I, I don't talk about it with him and um i think it's just time that like i voice how how his drinking makes me feel and and yeah so i don't that's just kind of it i know i can't get my dad sober i know that he has to come to that on his own um I guess I just want to be able to like speak my piece on how his like this last time was really, really hard. It was really, really fucking sad to see him like that. Cause I've always looked up. I'm, I've always looked up to my dad. I've always like protected him even more so than my mom. <laughs> um, so, and like now I just, it, it was sad to see the way he was. I didn't look up to him. I was embarrassed of him and that was like really new for me. Um, so that, and then I found out that I should probably, that I'm going to need to leave one of my jobs. Um, and just all that kind of came within like two weeks of like planning the service and my dad and then finding out I needed to leave my job. Um, how many jobs do you have? Three? Like two. Oh, it was Graceland and then working admissions at a detox residential and I'll pick up side work for Brian, Pat's brother. Um, 
What do you mean? Uh, side work. So I help him with his social media brands since oh. Brian does electrical work. So like a lot yeah. of, a lot of companies are wanting him to put in like a ceiling fan and like a stud finder. Or use a stud finder. Yeah, he blew up on TikTok. Like, he, he taught him how to do that, and he just went, he went, he got a lot of followers right away. Really yeah. Fast. Brian just recently had a blow up on me where I, like, told him I didn't want to work for him anymore, and then. Oh, like he was being a jerk? Yeah. Really, really mean. Um, <laughs> and I, and he asked me to come work for him again. I'm like, okay. Just pay me double. Pretty much. <laughs> really? Is that what you said? Well, he has a fee. If he blows up on me, it's a hundred dollars. I told him you can't treat me like that. I don't get. You don't pay me enough. But also, uh, <laughs> there was some kind of brand deal that just totally wasn't his scope. So I told them to reach out to Patrick Rich, and I sent them our email because <laughs> it's not something that he should make a TikTok of. Mm. You know. So I was like, oh, I'm all. <laughs> I thought of that like yesterday. I was like, I'm gonna start referring Pat. Some of these deals that don't match Brian's TikTok. Yeah, you know he's got a brother, right? Yeah. Exactly. It has, like, more followers, even. Way more. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it's kind of fun. And, um... And, yeah. Oh, so you have to quit because he was mean. Is that what you're referring to? Yeah, I mean, he's just... Dude. He's just a little... Um... Erratic. And I'm like, me working for him was him, me doing him a favor. Like I, I have a pretty busy schedule and I have a pretty busy life. And his Billy Ridge called me begging me to help Brian. And I was like, all right, I'll help you. And then. So it was a favor. And then he, then he acted poorly and you're like, fuck that shit. Yeah. Pat had told me to leave working for him a while ago. Um, but. No, I, I I wouldn't say that. I would say just make sure you're getting what you deserve and make sure he's not treating you bad. And, you know? No, I think on one of his first blow-ups, you were like, I told you about it, and you're like, well, then you should just tell him to, like, kick rocks. Right. And then I was like, okay, but I kept pushing it through and then it just i saw it escalate it got like just worse and i was like okay now's the time where i'm like peace out Mm. yeah you know people will if you let people like walk all over you then they're just gonna keep doing that it's hard for people to like have like to govern themselves if you're like being a doormat, then they're going to just keep walking on you. Mm-hmm. Which is definitely my pattern. I would say, like, in in mm-hmm. life. Right. So, it felt good. I remember telling everyone, I was like, I quit. <laughs> and I did it in a professional way. I, was, I didn't leave them hanging. Like, yeah, because you don't, you don't get like easily um, riled up or irritated or upset. So people think they can just treat you that way. Yeah. And then they keep, they will, and they, they will take all their shit out on you because you don't really seem to be affected that much by it. Mm-mm. But it's gotta be affecting you at some point. Like it's, 
It's not good, you know? I think I'm able to... How do I... I always pronounce this word wrong. Carpentpartamentalize? Let's say it, Woody. Compartmentalize. Thank you. Um, When it comes to, like, work, right? Like, I've always... I grew up... I grew up with a single mom who worked her fucking ass off and who was, like, a businesswoman. And I've always admired her for that. And she taught me, like, to not be sensitive in a professional space. So like, that's how I separate work. You know, like I've had some crazy ass bosses, dude, that have talked some major shit, but I'm always their favorite because I just like, I'll just work harder. (laughs) Like, and I'll, I'll, I'll listen to, to what they say. I think that's sports helped me with that. Cause I've had some mean ass coaches too. My dad was my coach at one time, (laughs) you know, and that's helped toughen me up. But I think um, in relationships, that's when it's not okay. Like being a doormat, doormat for my significant other. That's a pattern. For you have sure. a significant other? No, I don't. But my no. past significant others, I've been with some real, real no. assholes before. Have you ever been any, with anybody nice? Um, Long term nice. <clears throat> yeah, I would. <laughs> Casey Cook I was 16 years old my very first boyfriend (laughs) Mm. but um I remember I was like starting to hang out with like the gang bangers and the cool kids and I was like fuck you you're not as exciting as like so that's what I'm thinking you're not gonna get turned on by a nice guy because there's something I mean nice guys aren't very exciting (laughs) right yeah but assholes aren't really that cool either no, not not really. Casey Cook though, he wrote he wrote a darn good poem. Poems. <gasps> this kid was he was really sweet. Mm. Casey Cook, wonder where you're at now. <laughs> but he's probably married. Probably. <laughs> and a happy girl with a girl that appreciates his poems. Yeah. That was like didn't turn out to be a drug addict and has a family with 401k. <laughs> It's just how it goes. Mm. And you know what? I'm happy for him. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. I mean, if people have good lives. That's nice. Yeah. Warms my heart. Damn. Yeah. That's a change because I used to just want to, like, you know, burn them all alive and, you know, <laughs> fuck the breeders and. I mean, just in my core, I just, I guess it was anger, but I don't feel that way anymore. I guess that's AA and recovery because hmm. there's just so much pain in life. Even the people you think are doing good are feeling, they're, they're, they're in pain too, I think. Yeah. I think it's just a painful. Oh, I was doing my homework. I forgot to bring the book. You said we should like bring some cool literature or yeah. something. I forgot the book, but I think I can remember what the page said. If you want to trip on it a little bit, look how he puts his brain power into work. <laughs> I got a question. Okay, Pat, what do you think about Jake Paul's new business? They got they 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 just went they just came out and. Um, he got like 100k in a couple of days. He's doing like a sports betting business. They offered him 40 million dollars and he turned it down to do it on his own. Mm. 
Have you like seen that at all? No, I haven't. But I think that it's probably. I mean, it's good. He's probably going to make a lot of money. They're doing like a content house though, and mm. like the the only good part of the content is his content, and everybody else around him is like, I don't know if they're all the way caught up to speed yet. Mm. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I may. And he's boxing. His the re I, the reason he went uh, he came out with this new project is because he, he had two fighters in a row back out. Right. So he right after that he just came out with this new business called Better um, Sport. It's it's the better version of sports betting. So you can micro bet on anything, and the whole idea about it is like he's gonna have his whole team in a content house. Which I thought that, like, it's kind of, I mean, you've got experience with that. That's why I was asking. I don't know. Um, I'm sure he'll crush it. So you're saying that that the people creating the business are all living together? I don't know, like, all their living situations, but it might be for show. But it's like, at least they all show up to work at the content house, and there's definitely people living there. I guess I'll be your friend. They're, like, on yachts and stuff, and they're doing... Yeah, but I they seem like like tech industry people and he's trying to teach them how to make content and there's been some tr- balls dropped, you know, from what I could see. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Like they did a post where somebody was throwing a football and they followed the football instead of watching him like actually throw. You didn't get to see the form of the throw. You just saw the camera just follow the ball mm. yeah jake paul that's the guy that came so out I with thought, those drinks I, yeah I, no it's logan but oh. i th- i thought of like you know what, what know you would say either so <laughs> i don't know you don't know the logans uh, or I, I, else, i'm really. curious <laughs> to see it yeah i mean check it out i can't even say that i've heard kanye Let west's music it. show me what, really? what, what, what was your uh, what, were, what were you gonna what was your uh... oh so this is just kind of like one of those weird mind bending things about spirituality or this kind of thing you want to hear it okay so you remember when Randy was here and he recommended this book well somebody heard the podcast and they went and got the book and they they like had a profound experience from reading the book they were free for weeks maybe months, and I was like, holy shit. So I got the book, too. It was hard to get. What book is it? I can't remember. (laughs) But I have it at home. Yeah. And I've been reading it. And so here's the thing. Here's one thing I was reading last night. Okay, so this dude, Jed McKenna, who who wrote the book, he, uh, he, he claims that he's enlightened or awake. And so what he was saying to this person interviewing him, basically there's no self. You know how we talk about a higher self and a lower self? and mm-hmm. He says there is no self except for the false self. And here's what he was saying. And this, okay, here's what we'll trip on. First it went into this. So me as an individual, I don't have a self. And I know that there's something incomplete about me from a little person, right? A little kid 
something's incomplete, but I look at everyone else and I think they're complete because I don't live in their head. Mm-hmm. So I just assume, well, they're complete people, but I, I can tell something's not complete with me. And so the ego's, ego's function is to create this false self. And so that's why many of us, alcoholics and drug addicts, feel insecure and, and uh, like uncomfortable, but everybody else we think is fine. But truly, everybody is incomplete because there is no self. And so what was I getting at? So the thing is, it's very weird. So his thing is like a non-duality personality. You're the same person all the time. Oh my God, I don't know if I can reiterate this idea, but uh, there's no separation, there is no thing, there is... <sighs> no self. So in, There's in, no self. It's all bullshit. The way so there's nothing there, there's nothing to uncover. When you get through all the layers of the onion, there's nothing left. When you take away ego and all of that. Yeah. And these spiritual quests are fine if you want to find your higher self, is what he's saying, and all these other things. But it's not enlightened. It's not awake. It's not the truth. He's about the truth. Um, yeah, I wish I could have brought it. I would have read it right out of the book. And I watched some cool, some cool shit on YouTube, too. Yeah? Yeah, in uh, psychology, um, the way people see other people is as objects. Hmm. Yeah. So, like, that's what I it's know. called. And it's, like, the way that people internalize other people is as objects. Yeah. Hmm. So that's why we can't, like, be the same person around everybody as we are because they're all different objects so they're different relationships as it is to ourselves. Hmm. there's like a wiring thing when it comes to, look it up it's crazy interesting yeah I could see that because I think like when you're digging on somebody or you like somebody it's only your idea of what they are you don't even know and you what, may never know It's mm. but it's like what they would be for you what they'd be for you yeah, yeah, how they would fill something that you would The purpose that want. they would serve in your life. Yeah. It's weird for me at this point. I've sort of like, I think I'm just going to join the singles by choice club for the rest of my life. I think I'm done with this shit because I'm starting to realize no one's going to fill any shoes that I want. I don't know if I want to deal with anybody yeah. at that level. I mean, yeah, I want to fuck. That's I know that, but I don't know that I want to like. Plus, it seems like people that they, they, they want you to like uh, lie to them, like they don't want the truth. They don't want a reality or something, and it's like I just can't not speak my mind. But like your truth is probably different. I don't know about for theirs. you, okay, but I'm saying for a lot of people, and maybe this is just really negative. No, I think we just all have different truths. Well, when I was 30-whatever, I had been sober for a while. I just discovered that I could get girls. I didn't even know till then. I was a long time before I, I could even 
you know, do normal things that normal people do. And uh, fortunately, I got to, like, do some of that. Um, and then I made a baby, and that kind of changed everything. And I thought I wanted somebody when this breakup happened. Like, the, even my therapist tells me, if you find the right person, your life will be better. Um, and I think that might be possible, but there's 8 billion people out there. I don't know if I'm going to find that person. And I just don't want to pretend or lie. I just want to, like we're talking now, I'm not pretending or lying. But it feels like to attract the kind of woman that I want to attract, which is very shallow, an attractive, somewhat interesting, kind person. It's not shallow. Um, like, I, I don't want to go out with some hideous person that I can't, I don't want to kiss, you know? I mean... <laughs> I think that you're onto something, like, at f- at first, like, we do have to, like, present the best version. I think that you're onto something, and it's very much related to learning to lose, because I don't... I don't like the fact that every company and organization and, and, and person is pretending to be their best self to attract something or someone else. But that's what everyone's doing online, especially, and, and on with commercials. That's where I learned this trip. on the dating sites. It's all like fake. Yeah. And then but if it you looks try good because every photo is in a different country. Which I guess is some like, resort. I, I, I guess that's. Troy one time explained it to me like what's what's so wrong with that? If you got off, if you got back from a trip and someone asked you how it was, you would give them the highlights. Yeah, but I guess you could. I also, guess there's nothing wrong with it. It's just not yeah. me. I don't have the money, and I don't think I would even waste my money traveling all over the place. So that's my life because I'm not wealthy. But I think that there's a lot of people that would be interested in being with you i feel like we we talk about we talked about it last week too though just like with his uncle no like um you were talking about for you to be happy you would have to have more money like six i don't know if that would make me happy but i would definitely have a woman if i was making six figures i know that I just remember a specific it's very important because it doesn't only show you have money it shows you can make money that means you're like a good hunter or whatever it is, you know, like you have the ability provider provider. Yeah. That like Joe Rogan talks about that too. He's like, uh, if a girl is attracted to a guy for his money, then that just means that he has a drive and he's successful and that's part of his character. So that's mm. why that mm-hmm. they are like attracted to him, which is a good quality and it makes sense, but you know, yeah. So yeah, I guess you're, especially at my age, like, at your age, or when I was in my thirties, it did. No one really gave a shit. But when you're fifty, they, they're looking for something else. Yeah, they're looking for that too now, though. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Not the girls I was hanging out with. <laughs> they were cool girls, but you know, actually, I think that makes them kind of cool because. Mm. Uh, I just think that. I hope that, like, as a society, we stop wanting fake that's what's bothering me it's like they want the disney movie 
And I, I well, think they know. believe... You don't know what they want. Yeah, yes, I don't. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> what you think. And I, I've, 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 I've been... Well, we should ask I've, Madison. She's a girl. I've not been doing that. I've been trying to be more real and authentic. And like, I don't take a second photo if the first one looks bad. I don't do a second take if the first one's not right. I don't like I'm capturing moments that can't be recreated because they're real fights, whatever it is. And that's all like real. It's as real as it's going to get. And I appreciate that. And that's kind of why I like the podcast and I like learning to lose because fuck the bullshit. Well, that's what we're doing. That's why I'm saying the filters. Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's why I'm saying you're onto something. And I think that there is something attractive about that. And that's why people follow me and like me and Veronica and listen to the podcast. I've seen this trend. This is going to be like admitting we're going like, like they're not going to talk about the shit we already talked about with like me and Woody and like what we're dealing with. And like your comment, we're all commenting on stuff. That's like very real, like way, like you're never going to hear Joe Rogan talking to Jamie about like their interpersonal struggles. You're not going to hear it. So we're doing that. We've always done that. We've always talked about that kind of well, stuff. Well, it's the only thing that's that interesting. It seems like engaging. Like, I mean, we could talk about. And I think that that's attracted some people, and it's also like upset some people for some reason. Because mm-hmm. they don't know how to do it. Right. You know? Probably. I think that, like, something that attracted me to, like, I mean, even your TikToks, like when I was first getting sober, it was just like you had no filter. Yeah. You know, and I've always been used to like, well, I know I have always like worn a mask and hide my, I hid my emotions for so long. It was hard for me to ever get vulnerable. And even like in the dating life too, you know, it's hard to show your true self for a while. And then finally you guys get comfortable and then you see them for who they are and you're not and you start shedding, you know, your mask and getting comfortable and it just it doesn't even work. Oh, no, it's fine. But like, I don't know, you well, were talking about like the dating scene. I, I think I've had like the providers, the men that like took care of me. And um I don't know. Like you, like you lived with them and what do you mean? Yeah, like I lived with them. They did really well. They made good money. They would take care of me at the time. It was more of like I was in my addiction and it was like a, to me, a sweet setup. Yeah. Um, I did. I, was I attracted to them? Yeah, I was. Um, and I think that when you start really working on yourself that you, I mean, and I've learned this through like Bible study to try to not go for outside things like earthly things, like the job, really none of that shit fucking matters. Like I've like learned today, like what means the most to me is like my relationships with my family, my relationships with God and like my relationships with my friends. And, you know, I heard you, you know, even talking about traveling for me, like I want to like experience shit that is more meaningful and like more fulfilling and what I can't say the word, but Basically, I I would love to, I would invest because fuck, I fucking hate money, to be honest. I mean, obviously I need it to survive, but um, I would rather put that shit and spend it on like experiences. Like traveling. 
Yeah, I just booked a trip. <laughs> um, a thirty. It's a twenty-three day cruise, taking my mom with me, and it starts in Spain. We hit France, Italy, Turkey, Greece, and um, I, I just want to go see like the world. And today in my life, even like if I was looking for, I feel like you can't look for love. <laughs> like, have you ever been? Like driving maybe on a road trip and you're really hungry and you need to eat and you think I want to go I want to get McDonald's but when you're looking for a McDonald's you can't fucking find one has, has that ever happened but when you're not looking for a McDonald's or when you're not looking for a Starbucks they're on every fucking block mm. that's what it's like with love I think I just think that it happens when you're not looking for it <laughs> and it just like comes I I believe in serendipity I love that's my favorite fucking love movie what does it mean it means like by fate like it it, it almost like everything will happen who's in it sandra b no it's not sandra it's um shit what's keanu her reeve it's keanu reeves and keanu reeve and sandra b it's not Sa- it's not sandra bullock but she looks like sandra bullock she's the other fucking- it's keanu reeve no keanu keanu no, it's not. No, who's the guy that puts the boombox up in the Serendip. air in the Serendip. 80s movie? Oh. Con- John Cusack. Yeah. John Cusack. And it's not Sandra Bullock, but it's an actress that looks just like Sandra Bullock. It's I- good? Oh, yeah. I mean, for my cheesy, cheesy ass. Yeah, it's my favorite. See what it got on IMDb. Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale, yes. Huh? 6.8 out of 10. Six point eight out of ten. Have you guys seen that one where with him where there's a hotel room and he stays in that room? The haunted room that's yeah, supposed to have all this freaky. like paranormal activity. And at the end it really gets you. Yeah. It's been a while. I love scary movies. Thirteenth floor, I think it's with called. Keanu Ree? No. no, with Cusack. <laughs> Cusack. Uh, no. John Q. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that movie. But. I don't like scary shit. I'll go home and I'll start thinking there's ghouly goose outside of my really? windows and stuff. Yeah. So what do you think about Madison? I think she's a nice, nice woman, nice girl. <laughs> Give us some interrogation. An interrogator? She's going on a trip. What do you think? Look, I think women like like traveling way more than men. Like, I want to make money, store it away, build you know like solidify the foundation of my home women i think they want to just go places and experience things they're much more interested in relationships and humans mm. than men are <laughs> they are and, I, and they'll spend all your money and they'll have a lot of fun and then but like i want a foundation too like that's well, a big, no, no but what yeah. do you think what do you, why do you think that is because i feel like that is definitely true for veronica too like i'm growing the more I do and the more I accomplish, the more I want to do that also. And I'm realizing that that's actually what maybe women are just like smarter than men in general. And they realize shit that takes us a lot longer to realize. Because No, it's not that they're smarter. They're, they're different. <laughs> they're different, but they're, they're, they're. Well, this is all Jordan Peterson. I'm repeating right now, but he's done. They've done studies and, Boys are just more interested in things. Girls are more interested in people and relationships. But that's like better. That's smarter. That's like more woke. 
That's well, I'm, I'm beginning to realize relationships and connections are, are the most important thing, and things yeah. don't mean shit. Right, right above traveling and experiencing. Well, Those I, are the most important things that there is. Experiencing, traveling, experiencing different places, and relationships. But also, like, with traveling comes, like, knowledge and, like, learning things. Like, I grew up going... Experiencing all the different cultures. And when you go to different countries, you just, like, are like, oh, shit. Like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess I have a block in it because I'm worried about, will I be able to find food with no salt? Because if I don't find food with no salt, I will become dizzy and I won't be able to even walk. I mean, but that's not... That's a big deal for me. No, no, yeah. No, I, can, I, can, I can't even imagine. Like, So, like, me going to Italy, I'd want to go eat food there. I don't want to yeah. go to Italy and not eat. Yeah, but I so like, I think that there's people out there with dietary just, restrictions that, as well. Just, I'm you. sure, and if you have enough money, you can just throw money at it. Get me the right fucking food. Here's, you know, 500 bucks or whatever it takes. No, sometimes just saying please and thank you. you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> you have to worry about that. But that's, that's me. Not the point of. I don't want to travel. Sometimes you're miserable. You get there, if you get robbed, they, they charge you five times as much. There's all hookers and everything, and you just wanted mm. to go like meet some people or something. Like, Anyway, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's you important know. to travel. And it's all fucking tourists. Like, where's yeah, the okay, real people? Okay, so here, here's, here's, here. first of all, you, you do need some money. And you need yeah. to travel right. Money's not easy to come by. I know, but you need to travel. When I travel, I travel right. I, I, ha- I have some money. So I'm, I'm in this. I the, saw your last travel trip. I'm in the right spots. I'm with the right people. I'm hopefully doing the right things. And you kind of got to be smart about it. And I'm lucky because I have Veronica who's like usually planning that shit, you know? Yeah. Well, when I had a significant other that was a female that they would do that and I'd say, okay, I'm not going to plan it out myself. And you weren't happy with it? No, I'm fine with it. If they plan it all out. Were you not happy with your experiences traveling? I haven't been anywhere. I went to Mexico for three weeks and it was super cool. So you're saying that this person would plan all your trips? Oh, smaller trips like Catalina or let's go down to the Descanso Gardens or Santa Barbara. Right. Yeah, when you're in fucking Bali or Japan or Thailand or fucking Israel or Russia or these are all places I've been. It's it's a different thing, dude. It's a trip. It's like it's there are things that can be frustrating, but that's just because I'm in my alcohol. What's the trip? What's the trip? Like I'm in my if I'm in my disease and in my head and I'm selfishly like whatever wanting, then I can have a bad experience, and I have had those experiences. But looking back on all those places I've been to, they were amazing, and I really wish I could like go back to those places and experience them with like a better. And not that they all were. The Bali trip was amazing. And, and, and what, 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 what was your question? What's the trip part? It's like the complete different vibe and culture. Oh, my vibe God. Yeah, like they're, and- they're just like the people, the, 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 the food, um, just how different everyone is. And, every, and, and the, the roads, the buildings, mm. just everything is just different. And like... I think the people are just better. 
pretty much everywhere else but America. It seemed like that in Mexico. I was gone for quite a while. Like, like better meaning like more grateful. They have less. They don't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They and don't not, value They're money. not frowning and, and patient and honking their horn. It's like they're more like family oriented and uh, generally a little happier. Yeah. So this is a clip. Well, I don't know. Right, like, like I was I, in Mexico and I was staying with my yeah, Spanish like, teacher's family and they were poor. So I was like in little poor towns and like with the locals and but stuff. But then you have to figure out how, how to get from that right to people are better outside of America because America values like all the wrong shit. And they don't have that shit. They don't have money, power, and prestige in Bali. They don't even have it. They can't even understand. It's not even an option for them. Mm. So they're just like grateful. They're excited to see you. They're excited about their job. They're excited. They're they're just happy. And they're like living in the moment because they're not constantly looking towards the future. Huh? 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 What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Hell, yeah. I think uh, the traveling thing, like you said, is like, the generation thing because like i live with my grandparents and my grandpa never wants to go anywhere you know mm. but like i appreciated it and like people i grew up with guys you know go different places you go on the internet there's guys fucking doing travel videos so i think it's like a generational thing mm. and about how people are different i went to bermuda one time and i like went to this lady's house because it said art gallery and i I don't know. I, I thought it was going to be like a, a thing, but it was someone's house. And like, I'm not, I don't look like I'm from Bermuda, you know? And I told him like, oh, like I'm on vacation. I'm from America. And then she was feeding me, you know, open, open house type of thing. And she was saying that her house got wrecked in a hurricane and like the community rebuilt her house. Her son died and like people took care of her. Like over here, your house gets fucked up. People are like, oh, well, I pray for you or something. You know, hope like, you have insurance. <laughs> yeah, it's like, nah, it's so different. Oh, it's so, the community's out there. Yeah, like everyone gets together and I'm sure they help each other. And I did some like of that in Mexico too, yeah. On the door and shit. Let's just let them down. I hear him trying to... Who? There's a, oh, Dino, stop. Come down here. <laughs> no, I, I went to China when I was younger. And, um, wow, that's a long trip. Yeah, fourteen hours. It was. I was like ten years old. <clears throat> um, but yeah, like out there, I don't. They. It almost was like China was like the people were just in fear, you know, because they're like run. You know, they're ran by communists and stuff. And it was, it was really really sad. Like I didn't. Like, you know, they weren't like super stoked. Like they were, and they didn't give a fuck. Like they're so overpopulated there. There's no such thing as personal space. So as you're walking the streets, they just like fucking push you, you know? And Chinese food, let me let you know, is not like what we got here. Panda Express is not. It's not Chinese food. It's not. There's China. I've been to Taiwan and uh, some other places, but 
it's fucked up. The food is not chill. <laughs> I know. I just ate watermelon. It's nasty, huh? It's yeah. Like, and yeah. I was 10 years old. So I was like, can I get a bowl of white rice? And they're like, no. They don't serve white rice at restaurants out there. Well, that really? you can get. They don't serve no, rice. No. tripping. No, I'm not tripping. Don't tell me I'm, I'm not tripping. <laughs> well, wherever you went. I went to six. I went to seven different. You can get white rice in China. Okay. Well, that's not like, a. That's what they do. No. Dude, not at restaurants. Japanese thing. That's a Japanese thing in China. To serve white rice in a restaurant is a disgrace. It's Mm. it's like that's what they give to peasants to fill their fill them up. So I was ten years old. They're more into like duck beaks. Some weird shit like like insects, duck feet, and like I ate a bunch of bok chow and watermelon because like that's their choy. Oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) bok chow. It's better. I like that. You should let them out. It's like yeah. dog chow. Like out back. Yeah. I lost a lot of weight. Them. Make sure they're locked in, though. Yeah, don't let them out. I mean, the snake was out there the other week. No, not out there. Just, they're fine. They're fine. They're Come fine. They, uh, we're not even going to let them see outside? No. We're not going to risk it. Right. Why? Because there's coyotes out there. No, there's not. I don't think there's coyotes over here. But they would love running around out back. They would love it, but... I would not want to risk it while Veronica's out of town, not here. Well, risk okay, it? Would they run smart. off or something? No, because there was a rattlesnake out there. Oh. I don't want to risk it unless one of us is out there watching them. My daughter loves snakes. We went to a reptile show this week. Oh, really? Super show. Yeah. They had so many snakes, lizards, frogs, and things. It was wild. Mm. I remember, like, growing up, they used to always have those um, parties where the reptile guy comes, and they oh. bring all these reptiles and, like, a big snake. Did you guys ever have those parties? Oh, no, no, mm. no, 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 not in my house. Okay. I don't well, know. <laughs> like, Maybe. Well. Yeah, Keep so, going. Um, <laughs> About the reptiles? Yeah. Uh, lots of, dude, I went to a lot of great so parties. So, I just want to ask you straight up, then. So, what, what do women want? I can't speak for all women. I'm not the voice for the world. What do Madison type women like? What do they want? Oh, fuck. <clears throat> um, I think I'm still. <laughs> yeah, Woody, why don't you answer that? Attention. And then, yeah. Attention. No, here, it's really <clears throat> simple. She wants a guy that's not going to give her attention, and they want to be. she wants to be in a relationship with him so she can fight for it the whole time, and he'll just give her a little bit at a time. No. <laughs> yeah, good. I think that's pretty accurate. Like, so you like, don't know but like you don't want nice guy. You want an asshole that you're going to have to work for. And then I've seen it, you know, and like you'll stick around as long as you get a little bit at a time. I think you should just be cool with like finding a guy you can put in his place that. Yeah, I think I, well, I think in the past I, there but have, you get bored. Yeah. When You've I, had that here. Remember, you know, the guy that like, oh. wore the shoes and I was like, yeah, she's going to get bored in two weeks. And what happened? Yeah, got bored. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking for. I want someone to challenge me for sure. And someone that like, I want someone to like mentally challenge me. I don't fucking know. Yeah. You got me all confused. A little bit at a time. Yeah. But no, I want it all at the same time. Yeah, because I think that attention isn't enough if the person is like not, if they don't have wisdom and life experience, then like that's not going to be exciting for her. Or for anyone. I think it, in the past, yeah, but I feel like I've built... <clears throat> I don't know what I would want because I've 
I'm a different person than I was even like six months ago. I feel like I have different priorities. Of course, I'm going to like the attention, but like once I... No, no, no. Just the attention from that person. Who I'm like... The, the challenge. Whoever's challenging is who you want the attention from. The guy that's going to give you all the attention is not who you want it from. It's the challenge. So we always want what we can't have. He's just saying that like... If a guy is really into her and like just calling her all the time and giving her all this attention, she's gonna get yeah bored. It's too easy. <clears throat> but but do you want to get smacked around? I, I, <laughs> I, I, I want to say that like if that guy, I'm just curious. I want to know, but I, I won't dig anymore. I, won't I, I just think that if that guy had like a solid life that you were like, wow, like he's really doing his thing, you know? Mm-hmm. If he gave her that attention and, and like had his shit together and was like dope, I feel like that could play. Probably, but it's, <laughs> it hasn't happened yeah, that, but yet. That's like the same for everybody. So, so I think that's why Jordan, like what Jordan Peterson said is that we can't, we're, we can't um, ask what what do I want? What do I want? It's what can you give? What can you offer? Who are you? Are you going to attract those kinds of people? Ooh, I've been thinking about that too. I can't really. What am I going to give right now? Or or, or are you going to just attract that kind of person? Like I think that you're like a strong, smart, yeah. like. Yeah, I think men, they don't care. Well, they don't give a shit if you make money. So they just want attention and probably loyalty and SEX, of course. But I, yeah, but I also think that men care a lot about appearances as well. Yeah, that's you know? true. Like, that is true. Like, I know I'm a pretty rad fucking chick. I know that. <laughs> you know? You're confident but in that. I am. But when it comes to like my body and like my image sometimes i don't really give a fuck putting i don't that's what i hate about dating is like having to do the makeup having to put on the cute outfit like i don't want that i want to just like wear my fucking sweats and like not wear makeup and like not feel insecure when i'm around you like that if i I don't Mm. you know what i mean i yeah it's a lot of effort for girls to have to get ready like yeah and do the whole makeup thing. I fucking hate it, dude. I hate it. Nah, I don't like it. And I feel like... Do some girls like doing all that? Yeah, some girls... Like, I would say, like, really girly girls like to do that. Like, I probably wear makeup once a week. And that's only if I'm, like, going outside the house. Like... Shit. What? Do you well, s- what kind of girls do you like, Woody? No. All of them. As long as they're hot. No. I like not hot girls, too. Like, how not hot are we talking? Oh, I've got rough. Really? (laughs) Real rough. Is that that because you have high testosterone, or? No. I think I just get stressed. Stressed? I think I'm just just dirty. You're a dirty boy? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) No, but I want a girl that, um, yeah, I don't know. So, well, let's just say, like, what ideally, 
I don't know. Madison, do you know? I, I said... I think Woody needs a female. What do that, I like, though? <clears throat> well, Woody likes a tattooed, hot, like... When have you ever seen me be with it? You don't know, then. Who have you actually seen me like? Okay, I guess there's Bella. No, I don't like Bella. You did, though. For a week? I'm talking about somebody that I actually tripped over for, like, longer than a day. Oh, Allie. Just one. Okay. And how many years? I mean, in, uh, al- almost two. Yeah, I've, like, liked one person in two years, so I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. I think that what he needs a female that's going to challenge his thoughts, you know. He needs someone that's going to challenge him. and Like Pat. <laughs> yeah, he needs Please. the female ver- <laughs> He needs the female version of that's that. That's fucked up. <laughs> no, it's just, not. It's a joke. Kidding. But sort of not really, because you probably do. That probably is part of the dynamic, not the challenging part. You don't think so? He just can't fuck Pat. <laughs> Maybe that would help what the relationship. <laughs> oh no, this podcast is going wrong. <laughs> both are off. <laughs> no, I don't know, dude. I think we need to find him like the female version of Pat. That's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, I don't think it is weird because at least like you're if you tripping. All right, I think all right. Let me. You're looking for the male version of Pat. No. All right, we all love Pat. We're all in love with you, Pat. <laughs> yeah, he just had to flip it on me because yeah, he got all on only card. Yeah, you fucking. Why would you say something? I'm shit sorry. Like that? I don't know. It just came so out. Off. So okay. And of course, me... he's not here too. Well, so what was this alley girl? What was? Why was she so um, enticing to you? Because she was toxic. She was gnarly. Oh, like sick. <laughs> like sick as fuck. She's like really hot. Yeah. Oh, really beautiful this and sick. So those are the hot. I love those. And those he, sick girls. I feel like she fucked with his head a lot, which he. I think it comes down to we just all want what we can't have. Yeah, that's that's all it was. And then it, no, she came back around. She came back around recently. And made yeah. Her, she made herself available, and I was like, I can't do this. Yeah, but it's not like that. Like we can't have like long term. Like it's not a lasting type situation or maybe it is i don't know but it seems like it's always like you want to push and get this thing that's intangible that's what you want that's what i want here's what i want i want like every girl that i've had like a successful relationship started out with two things one they started out as my best friend Hmm. Or two, it started out just like strictly physical sexual attraction, and then that was just what it was. So what do you want? I want both. Hmm. Yeah. I want a girl that I can like actually get along with and be best friends with and still be attracted to, but I like lose attraction really fast. Hmm. Like a day. That's a problem, yeah. That's a a problem that I Hmm. have had too but i think it's like normal for like humans to start looking at flaws especially when you start to like dda told me to blindfold myself oh yeah well, 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 why do you think you lose attraction so quick because i just start um yeah no I, I i struggle finding somebody who can like keep me interested I know for me, uh, this was like a while ago, but 
Whoa, good catch. No. I know for me, like, I... I remember talking about that a lot in therapy. Like, talking about how, like, Veronica was, you know... Her body wasn't right. I wasn't very attracted to her. I would just pick her apart, you know? And I, and I found that that always was happening when I was not happy with myself to some degree. It always had more to do with me than it did to her. Because if I was at one point in time attracted to her, and if I was at one point in time happy in the relationship, the only reason that I wouldn't be anymore was because I changed. Hmm. She never changed. I just got more upset with my life and myself and I was just in my head and that's and then I would pick her apart. That's mm. why it was happening with me. I could get down with that and 100%. So maybe you just either aren't happy like it's it's times when you're not happy with yourself or you're not loving yourself so then you're it's not into her. And then if you're happy with yourself Oh, maybe you're liking her again. Mm. That's what that's what it was for me. I I I have had it to where like it, like yes, I've had relationships where I'm like, okay, obviously there's like more attractive people on the planet, but she's attracted. To, I'm attracted to her because she is who she is, and I haven't been able to find that in a really long time. Oh, because you liked how she looked and who she was. I liked who she was more than I liked how she looked. Yeah. The, that the, was the, like more attractive. The how she looked looks part isn't really as important. It's yeah. really just not. I mean, it, 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 or maybe I just got really lucky because she wasn't how she looked at first. And now I feel like she's, now she's, she just keeps getting, looking better and better. The older we get, it's kind of crazy. yeah. She aged really good. She's she had a glow up for sure. You know what's? I'm gonna admit how fucked up I am, but I think the reason that I couldn't stay in a relationship or didn't is I always thought I could do better. Right. It's like you get a conquest and then you want to try to get a bigger elk, you know, or whatever. Like you, like it's a hunter type yeah. of. I want a friend mentality yeah I, I i thought that too um, thank god for my therapy if i didn't, wasn't going to therapy throughout my whole relationship with veronica i, I might have laughed or i don't know but then i was always too scared to leave yeah and then i would leave and i'd be freaking out because I, I don't like being alone so if veronica yeah. heard this right now like i think she knows what, no like i know but i'm just saying like how would you guys communicate about it about what you being like talking about how you were tripping about like you were picking her apart we've already talked about it oh okay yeah she knows um so she's like really secure with herself then which is like really dope i mean you know the only way to stay together this long is by there's nothing that we haven't talked about, you know? That's all 
I mean, I don't do that anymore. No, I know. You know, I haven't done that in fucking years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But I, I, that's what I did do in the beginning. Yeah. I so. feel like guys stay more consistently insecure than, like, women. Like, we're kind of, like, erratic with our security and our self-esteem. Like and everything one, else. Like, I Sorry. could probably <laughs> feel bad about myself, like, ten times a day, but then... 20 times a day I'm feeling good. About you. It's like a weird wave, like mm. up and down. And Veronica and I have talked about it a lot. Like at least when it comes to like your fitness, like the fitness journey of like trying to eat better and like work out. But I just think that <clears throat> what I've learned for me is that I'd rather feel good about it. It's too much energy and negativity to start criticizing myself and feeling like I'm not good enough. Of course it happens. Like there's, you know, but it's that change of perspective of it's like why put myself in that miserable spot. It, and I did for years for a really long time until finally, like I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of like my mind telling me that like I'm ugly and I'm Mom, not good no. enough. You know what I mean? And it, 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 I'm not saying that I'm immune to it, but I have had to like practice it. You fight it off. I do that every day. It may be a different issue, but they they come in and I have to like throw them in the trash right away. These thoughts, because I'll I'll just relive them for the rest of my life, and they'll make me miserable. So I think the biggest reason I'm pickier now when it comes to a relationship is I'm 31 years old. I know that the next one better be the one. Really? Like I'm looking to settle. 31. You're a baby, man. I know, but like I feel like I've been in so many relationships in my life. And I know what I want. I want like a partner. I want to settle down. And the next one that I choose is going to be that person, I feel like. And I'm not going to waste my time anymore. I've been in a lot of fucking relationships. Mm -hmm. A lot. Maybe not relationships on paper, but I've dealt with so many different kinds. Yeah, that would be cool. There was this one girl who, you know, I just used them. To be honest with you, I just used women. I just... I didn't know I was really doing it at the time, but now in hindsight, there was this one woman, this one girl, Jennifer. She was so cool, and the sex was great and everything. I wish I would have known then what I know now. Yep. Oh, well. (laughs) It's, yeah. I got to make a pee-pee really bad. Go for it. <laughs> Going to the bathroom. There's some good clips in there. <laughs> oh. Anything else? Oh. All right. Thanks for coming.